This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. How you doing? It's uh, Kevin Riley here, and welcome to Irish Time on the Manawatu Other uh, People's Radio here in Palmas North in the county Manawatu. Anyway, I'll whip on here because I'm in a wee bit of a hurry today. I got held up. Anyway, here we go. Uh, this is um, where did I get this from? I think it was from the Irish Post. This is the Irish government down in Dublin has announced a temporary reduction in excise duties char- uh, charged on petrol, diesel, and marked. Gasoline oil, let's, you know, freeing up your homes, etc., etc. An incorporated cabinet meeting was held this morning. This is last Tuesday. Well, the government gave approval for the, uh, give approval for the proposal. Excise duty will be reduced, uh, per litre of, uh, petrol and 50, uh, 25 cents, I think it is, and 15%, uh, 15 cents off diesel, with a reduction of two cents off excise duty charged on marked gas oil. The reduction will take effect from midnight tonight and remain in place until the 31st of August 2022 and will cost 32 million, 300 rather, 30, 320 million euros, which is a lot of money. Drivers in Ireland have seen the cost of fuel rise in recent weeks, which has been exasperated by the ongoing war in Ukraine. Speaking following the announcement, the Finance Minister, Pascal Donahue, said uh, the increase in fuel comes on top of the increases in gas and electricity prices that many are facing. These temporary reductions in excise are expected to reduce the cost uh, of a, to fill your car for a 30, you know, 60 litre car tank by 12 uh, euros. Uh, excise duty is uh, an important uh, revenue stream for the government and it, as it collected over 5.8 billion uh, euros last year, with over uh, two billion of that coming from fuel taxes. Uh, the measure announced today will reduce this by about three hundred twenty million. He said the government was acting in response to the rise seen to date, but also in anticipation of the further price rises expected over the short and medium term. Because uh, you know, with the war in Iraq, in uh, between Russia, etc., etc., and. Uh, the oil, I think part of the oil is being sort of cut off there, and America's done the same, you know, with the Ukraine. Uh, Donaghy said the price changes are, are not within, without uh, government control. The government has limited resources and has responded to those to ease the impact of these price increases, but we cannot cushion citizens and business from the, from the entire impact. A financial resolution will be presented to the, uh, the government, uh, the Doyle, this evening, and the exercise duty uh, restrictions will be effective from midnight. Sinn Féin has called for the government to cut excess duty by 25 cents per litre overnight, and the excess duty... Uh, from uh, I think it was 20 cents there from home heating oil removing excise duty from home heating oil would save a household nearly 100 or 1,000 litres of home heating oil the government uh, could reduce these measures and slash prices tonight uh, through a financial resolution that is precisely what we are calling for them to do this is not a time for dithering or delay it's a time for action so we'll see how it goes. I think it's good. We could do that possibly here, but I doubt it would happen, you know, with uh, petrol taking VAT off it, you know, because New Zealand's one of the few Western countries 
where VITs covers everything, you know. Most other countries, it's not on, uh, you know, foodstuffs, petrol, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, New Zealand, we do have it. It covers everything. And now about Ukraine, which is an absolute uh, disaster, you know, with that megalomaniac Putin. Uh, several thousand people attended a rally in uh, Dublin in support of the Ukraine outside the General Post Office. In response to the speaker's call for a no-fly zone in Ukraine that crowded shelter our skies. Members of the Ukrainian community in Ireland expressed concern for their relatives in Ukraine, and Irishans also joined them to show their support. Uh, several thousand people attended a rally in support of, uh, like I said, outside the post office there on uh, last Saturday. Members of the Ukrainian uh, community expressed concern for their relatives and, uh, and also Irish citizens who are actually working and living in Ukraine. I don't think there's many, but there are a few. Uh, what do got here? Gas price double. Experts voice concern for European economy. Uh, natural gas prices have doubled throughout Europe since the start of the war. Uh, the benchmark price for European doubled in the past week and is now $204 yeah, dollars per uh I think it must be meter or per barrel. Due to the uncertainty about Russian gas supplies, on March the 4th, price, uh, prices reached 221 per megawatt. That was it, not barrel, megawatts. Making it at an all-time high. The price of gas has been impacted by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, with reports that the Russian uh, gas pipeline has been turned off. Europe is expected to end this winter with 259 megawatts stored less than the five-year average is what, of what they require just for emergencies. And now this is this is something that I really tickled my heart actually, you know, about the truck drivers, you know, who are sort of fighting for Ukraine. Convoy of trucks, uh, average truckers. Ireland's largest ever convoy is headed for war-torn Ukraine. The first batch of a fleet of 25 lorries packed full of 500 tonnes of aid set from Dublin Airport today. Dublin Port, I should say, not Airport. Uh, transport and logistics companies are providing warehouse space and sorting staff free of charge, and many of the drivers are making the trip as unpaid volunteers. Good on them. Each of the trucks is uh, branded with the name of the All-Ireland uh, All Initiative Aid from Ireland, both north and south. Organised tonight told the uh, Ukrainian president and his beleaguered decision that they were coming. Uh, Coordinator John Toohey said, this is the largest aid convoy ever to leave the island of Ireland. It's just a massive... I can't think of anything myself that was uh, a bigger collaborative effort between the services and logistics companies and donors everywhere in my own experience in Ireland. The transport companies of Ireland and Northern Ireland and their professional drivers want to send an advanced message to Ukrainian families that help us on the way from Ireland. They want to assure the, gov- uh, the children from all over Ireland that donated so, who have donated so generously to school and community collections that their donated items are in safe hands and will be delivered directly to where they are most needed. Sp- supplies include survival kits, warm clothing, food and first aid and medical supplies. Um, Burat Firm, this is a Burat Firm, Bojum, provided 600 survival kits with flash lamps and warm clothing. Fla Heavens donated 10,000 kilos of porridge and Hibernian healthcare, stumped up six pallets of medical supplies. Good on all of them. Donations were also made by members of the public. Mr. Hughes said, uh, uh, the CEO of OO Hoop uh, Delivery Service explained there are at least 25 trucks with 20,000 uh, kilos in every truck. 
and each and each one is a mixture of products <coughs> products that have been donated by manufacturers and distributed in Ireland, right down to toys and other goods and foods, clothing and children's toys. You know, for the hospitals that are still standing after the you know the barbaric attack by the the Russian air force. The aid will then be distributed <coughs> to centres on both sides of the border. Uh, four of the Irish truckers are also planning on driving lorries across the border into Ukraine. He said this initiative is amongst the transport companies themselves, many of whom are providing their service completely free of charge. This, uh, this is a truck gone for the best part of two weeks uh, because I mean, the, the truck will be away for two weeks because it will take them a week to get to Poland and another week to get back again. So that is fuel, ferries, tolls and everything else included. And these transport companies are providing these services free of charge. God bless them. Alan Hendrick, one of the drivers who has volunteered for the trip, was determined to help. Last Monday, I, I said I was going to drive, and there was nothing that was going to stop me, not stop me from changing my mind. There's real hardship on, the, on those families out there, and hopefully this may, will help make some sort of difference. Ukrainian Tayana Buha, who has lived in Cork for several years, was part of the organizing efforts. And she organized a lot of the, you know, the money that was collected and spoke with the, the various companies that were involved. It's just, I just think it's amazing and I think it's just good on them. By a lonely harbour wall I heard a young girl call Oh, oh, oh. 
fields and fath and €2,200,000 was uh, collected uh, in a, on an appeal on the, a late, late show. It's a television programme on radio television. The money raised will donate to the, to the Red Cross, the Irish Red Cross, and to fund its work in the country. Speaking on the programme, the Taoiseach, uh, Mr Martin, also announced the establishment of a register for people to pledge support for Ukrainian refugees arriving in Ireland. He said, Minister of Equality... And integration, Roderick O'Gorman is working with the Irish Red Cross to establish a database to help Ukrainians find accommodation and other and other offered information regarding skills or training. He described the invasion of Ukraine and the fallout from it as the biggest displacement of people since World War Two on the European continent. And it is. It's just. It's unbelievable. Just unbelievable. You know. And this guy Putin has just got to be stopped. And they will be stopped. I think they're actually losing. They're not making a lot of headway that they thought they were going to do. And it's been a devastating week, he said. I thank the people of Ukraine for standing up for the fundamental values that we all share. And that says it all, the values that we all share as sort of not so much Europeans, but as sort of civilized people. I think as Vladimir wants to end democracy, he's afraid of it. This is a barbaric, brutal attack on the Ukrainian people because uh, they, they didn't do what he wanted to do. He wanted to sort of move in and set up his own puppet regime. He said that uh, the, 
The government, uh, this is the Irish government, had donated 10 million euros <coughs> and announced on Twitter today that a further 10 million is to be donated later this week. The Prime Minister said that he uh, believes that Ukraine's ap- application to join the European Union should be fast-tracked. He said that the process is too slow and has been a strategic mistake. Speaking about the Ukrainian president, he said he has an incredible admiration for the president and that he personified Ukrainian nationhood, resilience, defiance and dignity. He stayed with his people and he got to, you know, got out there, out into the street. It has been a devastating week, he said. I think the people of Ukraine are standing up for the fundamental values once again. The teacher said he didn't think much of Putin and that he uh, gets very angry when he thinks of him. The West is very naive. I think he is anti-democratic, which is true. Always has been. It's just doesn't, nothing of late. He's an evil man, dangerous and doing untold damage to people and changing the rules based on uh, an order that we all, you know, chasing the order that we all adhere to. The Secretary General of all government departments are working, are meeting this week to send up, organise more relief for the people of Ukraine. So that's just brilliant to hear that all happening. Actually, I'm just chuffed about it. And hopefully, you know, Putin, his day will, his day of reckoning will come. Uh, what have we got here? President Michael D. Higgins signed the electricity cost uh, emergency measures. Bill of, of 2022 on last Friday, paving the way for a 1,768 credit line to, to appear on bills from April and continue over the following month. The credit will be applied automatically, so households do not need to apply for it or contact their energy supplier. The benefit scheme encompasses up to 2.25 million domestic electricity accounts, with the government saying the Commission for the Regulation of Utilities and electricity supplies, all making a concerted effort to prioritise the delivery of this important and unprecedented support measure. So that each will receive a $200, uh, 200 electricity bill credit, which is great. Like we have, uh, you know, this, the present government did that with uh, giving assistance there in the, the winter fuel bill, really, you know what I mean, to give you to help your electricity bill. And uh, apparently, according to what's that guy Luxton, who's talking about wiping all these, uh, all the bills that they pass. So that will be really hard on a lot of people, myself included, because I sort of, uh, sort of, uh, that's what I depend on it. But it's a big help when you're living on a pension. The government is acutely aware of recent increase in the cost of living and the impact of rising inflation across the, the economy and across the world. Increased energy costs have uh, placed a significant role. Uh, due to the rising energy costs internationally and more recently due to the crisis in Ukraine. So that's, I think that's just good news. They're going to give them 200 euros, which is, I don't know, it's about 300 bucks or something like that there. You know, it's, it's a help. There's a big difference between one and zero. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, is, <clears throat> sorry, it's all about uh, Ukraine. A Dublin-based emergency assistance in uh, Crisis response is set up at the Ukrainian border to help uh, media organizations, NGOs entering the country. The company Inherent Risk has set up a regional liaison uh, center to provide advisory and emergency response on behalf of one of the only insurers still covering travel in the Ukraine hotspot cover. Uh, Commenting from the Poland border, Risk and uh, Crisis Advisory Partner Dan King said uh, the country is arguably the most hostile and complex environment in the world right now. Uh, I think that's stating the obvious, or Dan. Uh, understanding the situation on the ground and having the local knowledge, assets and ability to respond if the unexpected happens is up of the up- utmost importance. 
So that's good on them. In addition, they have also been uh, assessing humanitarian routes and corridors for aid entering the country and providing pre-travel safety and intelligent briefs to journalists, uh, charity workers, observers and security consultants crossing the border. The role of the Regional Liaison Centre is to establish a hub that organisations can use as a meeting point, receive daily intelligence and pre-travel safety briefs, and to monitor and track journeys in and out of Ukraine. So, uh, yeah, this is something completely different. This is, uh, I remember reading this guy, you know, Hugh O'Shaughnessy. He died at the age of 87. Hugh Shaughnessy, the admired journalist known for his reporting on Latin America, has died at the age of 87. The former Observer correspondent won a series of awards during an illustrious career, uh, largely spent covering the rapidly changing social and political landscape of South America. He was perhaps the best known for his courageous cover of the coup by Augusto Pinochet when the military dictator seized power in Chile way back there in 1973. During the stay uh, on in Santiago to cover the fallout of the coup, O'Shaughnessy went on to document Pinochet's authoritarian rule, during which tens and tens of thousands of opponents were tortured. The Irish journalist also wrote a book, uh, a number of books rather, and in 1977 founded uh, the Irish the Latin American Bureau Online and uh, print publisher of, and printed independent news about the region's struggles. His eldest child, Francis, 16, paid tribute to a fearless character who was an inspiration to his four children. He always did what was right. He always called it out and had a fantastic sense of humour. He was a real-life force. She also said that behind the image of the intrepid uh, foreign correspondent was a kind man whose primary interest was meeting people. There was a real human kindness to him. He was immensely interested in people, where they they were, where they came from, the kind of lives that they were leaving. O'Shaughnessy died peacefully on Tuesday. This is last Tuesday. His wife, Georgina, died in 2011. Uh, So that's that's pretty sad, you know, really, really sad. Because I read some articles that that guy used to write, you know, in the the Observer, etc., when I get it online. Okay, the Irish president, Michael D. Higgins, and his wife test positive for COVID. The president of Ireland, Michael Inhill, along with his wife, have tested positive. President Sabrina Higgins have displayed mild, mild COVID-19 symptoms this morning and have taken uh, antigen tests that have uh, proved positive. And they will be isolating for the next seven days. The president, while isolating, is continuing to work from home, like half the world, it would seem. The president of Ireland holds a largely ceremonial role as head of state, and the president is generally required uh, to not uh, get too involved in party politics. As the COVID uh, epidemic spread in 2020, Ireland posed some of the strictest lockdown requirements in Europe, and it did. What else have we got here? Uh, and I find this interesting, you know, since we're surrounded by, uh, you know, windmills. As it, we're not windmills, but wind. Oh. Ireland says record for, as half of the country's power came from the wind in February. Dublin, this is from Dublin, Ireland. A report just released announced that Ireland received greater than half its energy in February from wind power. The report was issued by the Wind Energy Ireland. The report also reviewed the significant increase in uh, energy prices between February 21 and uh, uh, 22, uh, with Europe witnessing a record-breaking jump in electricity costs. 
Noel Cunnicliffe, CEO of Wind Energy Ireland, noted the ever-increasing importance of wind energy and renewables for the Irish energy sector. In Europe, natural gas and coal continue to provide some 35% of Europe's power. Uh, the gains in uh, generating power by wind in Ireland result in wholesale prices dropping. Isn't that interesting? Dropping significantly on the windy days of the month, almost 100 years cheaper per wagamot. Uh, Wagamots, wagawatts, megawatts. Get it right, Kevin. Anyway, it's coming up to St. Patrick's Day, so I'd like you all to have a safe and a wonderful St. Patrick's Day on uh, Thursday the 17th. And, uh, you know, make some soda bread, go out and have a drink, uh, have a bit of a party, a bit of a dance and listen to some Irish music or whatever. Or even listen to this programme. It wouldn't be a bad thing because they'll probably play music, I'm sure. Anyway, on that note... I will love you and leave you. Sorry it's a bit shorter this week, but I'm in a wee bit of a hurry here. Okay? Thanks very much and take care and God bless. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, Pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.